In Father Teresa's Wine Cellar, we believe all oppression is intersectional. And this means our analysis of current events frequently includes discussion of difficult and explicit content. Any combination of the following topics could be included in our show. Murder, rape, war, climate change, racism, sexism, violence, sexual violence, homophobic violence, heterocentrism, discrimination and abuse against individuals of nonconformist sexuality, domestic violence, child abuse, child rape, child neglect, elderly abuse, verbal abuse, police brutality, microaggressions, ableism, cyberbullying, genital mutilation, ideological extremism, and people just being total fucking assholes. And then podcast audio hops right in behind a vidcast video. Bam. Got him, coach. Okay. Uh, coming straight out of uh, Phoenix Kalita's, uh show notes. It is 1.32 p.m. I'm working my way around uh, being a night shift worker now. Yes. I know you've got that funky heat. I know that um, white women and their allies are not too fond of these damn Negroes. They are not. They and are ne- not. Negroes across the board. It ain't just the Negro fellers, but it's y'all Negro women like you, mm-hmm. Mo Dancer, mm-hmm. talking about Bill Burr told the truth about white women. He did. Did not. He did. I think white women are scared. And that's right. They they should be scared of uh, me. <laughs> you see me. You see the the blue shirt yes vote blue no matter who all right too much snark yes. over the top what am i doing all right i know you've got some real heat yeah though. i got some news um so jail guards have been charged for allegedly forcing inmates to listen to baby shark for hours do you know baby shark no it's one of those kids shows like you know for like toddlers and so it has like the really annoying catchy theme music like hmm. baby shark do, 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 do. yeah wait didn't they do that to niggas in like guantanamo with britney spears uh yes they did which hey, hey do that go ahead torture me by playing britney spears records oh yeah. no no it's the same record over and over while oh, you just are the, just the same yeah it's, yeah the way they do it is it's the same record over and over but like in a room that's really uncomfortable because it'll be like really cold or they'll have a bunch of lights on and you're like in one static position and not allowed to move while listening to that same song for like five hours at a time Oh, they would kill my ass. You know what? I'm going to start freestyle rapping over the beat. I can't. Nah, they're going to be like, oh, this damn necra. I don't remember if we covered the story on here either, but um, someone did a report about them doing that in Guantanamo. And, like, basically the prison guards were mad because they're like, it was really stressful for us to have to hear that and keep these people in position for so long. Like, nigga, nobody's making you torture anyone. What? What? And you could also just, like, not rely on Chelsea Manning and Edward Snowden and just blow the whistle your fucking self? No. They don't want to. Oh, because then it might come out about fucking what you did to your uh, uh, female fellow soldier in the barracks at Fort Hood. Soldier, period. I think they're a little more gender neutral about that sort of behavior. Yep. All right. And that's how we tangent. That is how we tangent. All right. So uh, the playing of the music was said to be a joke between guards. So just keep that in mind. That's their excuse. This is a joke between guards. Guards. Okay? And a joke. 
and a joke. It's funny. But two former Oklahoma County, Oklahoma County jail guards and their supervisor were charged Monday with cruelty to prisoner offenses for allegedly forcing inmates to stand for hours while listening to the children's song Baby Shark. In November and December last year, Christian Miles and Greg Butler Jr., both 21, all right, forced four inmates to stand alone in rooms handcuffed to a wall at the Oklahoma County Detention Center in Oklahoma City while they had to listen to the song on repeat, according to affidavits. So now, keep in mind, they said it was what? A joke between guards? Yes. Why would it be funny to another guard that you have somebody handcuffed to a wall making them in the same position and listening to the same song straight for four hours? Why would that be funny to you? Because they grew up deliberately killing their pet gerbils and telling telling their parents they don't know what happened. <sighs> Lord. At least two of the inmates were forced to stand for about two hours at a time. The song was put on a loop to play repetitively aloud, thus putting undue emotional stress on the inmates who are most likely already suffering from physical aggressors, said investigators. The playing of the music was said to be a joke between the guards, according to investigators. The guards said they were trying to discipline inmates and teach them a lesson. I wonder what crime they committed that uh, justifies torture. And, you know, teach them a lesson. That's always, you know, as a kid that didn't grow up with a beat your ass parent, I grew up with a timeouts and grounded parent. Mm-hmm. Um, teach you a lesson. That was some of that language I heard from my friend's abusive parents. Mm-hmm. And it's like, te- what? what's the lesson? What are you teaching them? You already taught them when you said, I'm the adult, you're the child, these are the rules. You taught them. You taught them the rules. They mm-hmm. broke the rule, and all you really got is just like a, I don't know, you can't have ice cream after dinner. Yeah. It. What's with the beat that teach you a lesson, though? Mm-hmm. That's the language that I'll give you something to cry about. Yes, it's, it's really about the power imbalances, right? And you, you the, gotta love how I'm hitting you is giving you something. Yes. Yeah, It well, it, you're sparing the rod and spoiling the child. Is that really in that damn book? Yes. That is a shit book, folks. It's like, <laughs> like, did J.K. Rowling write that? <laughs> there we go. Hot take for the one. All right. J.K. Rowling wrote the shitty JK Bible. Rowling wrote that one. Um, well, they are very invested in gender roles in that book, so maybe. Uh, so the guard said they were trying to teach the inmates a lesson. The music played on repeat for hours and is a form of psychological torture and was used by, as you said, CIA agents during the George W. Bush administration, according to a 2014 Senate Intelligence Committee report. Why do we even do the articles? I don't Again, know. Again, <laughs> it might as well just be conversation radio. Like, yeah, and, and what you just mentioned, it's, yeah, fuck it. We already know. And if you're tuned in, you already know. Are we doing this together? Like, if you're a person that tunes in, message us somehow and be like, yeah, I had the same moment you had. I don't know. Other people might not have the same moment because, like, we're extra nerdy about it. Like, this is kind of all we do. So we may remember a few more things than other folks do. Oh, I do. I did some organizing of the garage and laundry last night. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you heard me. I think I was making a bit of noise, too. Mm -hmm. And did you have the headphones in? Yeah. And you were listening to what? Oh, man, uh, Rappin' Ron and Aunt Diddly Dog. Okay, because all you listen to when you have your headphones in is either news podcasts or rap music. Oh, fuck. Um, big trigger warning for... I'm literally doing a trigger warning for an if. 
if I cover this. When I did play a podcast, it was the latest episode of that incel shit by Nama uh, Cates. Yeah. And um, if we do cover it, this one's worse than the others. This may be one of her worst episodes yet. Okay. It's really fucking bad. Oh, Lord. What did she do this time? Um, all right. Uh, trigger warning. All right. For, um, maybe you want to fast forward like 60 seconds. All right. All right. Giving you a second to go for it. Trigger warning. Um, she's interviewing a cat that like has detailed rape fantasies and tells him that and also uh, fantasies with women's clothes, but not him wearing them. Uh, okay. Just like masturbating on women's clothes, which oh. I, whatever that, but the rape shit. Mm-hmm. And he just says that shit very openly. And Nama Cates actually tells him to go see a hooker to work this stuff out. Wow. Yeah, she actually tells him to do that several okay, times. Okay, well, I'm covering that on Swapcast if we're not covering it on the regular show. Yeah. Like, I'm covering that period. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Piece of shit. And if you're just, and then maybe if you fast forwarded for the trigger warning right now and you're coming right back, we're getting back to the other shit. Venus Kalita said she's going to cover the, um, what Nama Cates did on that incel show on Swapcast. It's really fucking ugly. Yeah. All right, so back to this article about torturing the inmates. Uh, Christopher Hendershot, age 50, was the guard's shift commander and was allegedly aware of the practice. So if he's 50 and he's a supervisor, what did he do when he was just a regular guard? When he was 20? That made the the uppers say, This "This is is the guy! (laughs) Yeah. We should promote him! He's so good at his job! Uh, so he was the shift commander, was aware of the practice, as well as numerous inmate complaints against them. He failed to conduct any investigation or discipline the pair, according to the affidavit. The trio have been charged with misdemeanors. Well, all right. Because what's a misdemeanor? Like a fine and up to, at max, like a year in jail? Not even prison, but jail? Yeah. Okay, well, sure. What? It was, it was, a, it was a misdemeanor. <laughs> misdemeanor. It was a missy misdemeanor, Elliot. It was. All right? He was just being super duper fly. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Pence. Wow. <laughs> I made a joke about it, too. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> uh, So the trio have been charged with misdemeanor offenses of cruelty to prisoners, corporal punishment to an inmate, and conspiracy. No attorneys have yet been listed for the three in court records. And a spokesperson for the Oklahoma County Sheriff's Office said the guards were removed from having contact with inmates when officials learned of the allegations last December. So, all right, I guess as long as you remove them from inmates and still pay them that money and that pension. Uh, Sheriff P.D. Taylor told the Oklahoman newspaper, we don't tolerate this. We always have done an excellent job of policing ourselves. (sighs) And that's why this guy became a supervisor and let his uh, subordinates do this. Because y'all police yourselves so well. Yeah, they police themselves and keep those damn Christopher Dorners out. All right? You got to police yourselves. You do. (laughs) Call the herd. Is that what they say? Call the herd. Yes. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's all. That's all the info. Oh, on that story. Yes, that is the whole thing. Oh, you want to do you want to double up? Uh, If we have time. All right. Thugonomics. Pause that. Run that back because you're feeling that track. Yo, when the beat drops back in, how can the funky rhyme begin? I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. Not sure. I'm not sure. No. Yo. When the workers getting hungry and the owners in doubt, you're gonna see what the masses are throwing about. <laughs> nah, I don't have that one together. How does that go? Huh. 
yo. When the workers getting hungry and the owners in doubt, you gon' see the masses rise and throw them about. When you save the corporation, then we know what you're about. Then you're about to fuck around and find out. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Look, look, all right, fucking around with some 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 hippity hoppery. All right, let me uh, let me let me skip to the loo. Say it loud. Oh, I'm barking up proud. Say it loud. Oh, I'm barking up proud. Yeah. One more time for Rodney King. Say it loud. Oh, I'm barking up proud. You lose those moments, but you earn new moments. You earn new moments. My darling. My darling. All, All right. right. Fair last. Yes. Uh, so prosecutors in New Jersey. Hey, I've heard hey, of it. You heard of it. Uh, prosecutors accused a woman of fundraising for her son's funeral when in reality she had put the boy up for adoption. All That's right, Garden State, represent. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Prosecutors in New Jersey accused a woman of setting up a fraudulent GoFundMe page to raise money for her son's funeral, claiming the boy had died of cancer. In reality, the boy is alive, and the woman had placed him for adoption, according to prosecutors. The boy's adoptive parents alerted authorities to the fundraiser in June. Holly Garcia, age 33, was taken into custody on September 24th and charged with second-degree computer criminal activity and third-degree attempted theft by deception. Huh. Did you already pre-read this article before we did this? No. Why? Okay. No, because, like, her name's Garcia. Mm-hmm. So that's telling me prop maybe marginalized She's person. looks very white. Oh. Like, like white, like blue eyes, like Ooh. look straight European white. Oh, not like, so they, they look like Anglo, but their name just happens to be Garcia. Like their name should be my name. Well, yeah, like I would like to remind people because people tend to forget. They think they hear like a, a Spanish name and think like, oh, Latin America, brown people. Those names came from Spain, which yeah. is in Europe. <laughs> There's a lot of white European people running around with, uh, with Spanish names. And oh, jeez. And seeing when Phoenix said people, like, I am people. I just heard the name. And yes. yeah, that's why it's useful to have the picture. Yes. Yeah, no, she literally looks like, um, like, yeah, like, it's, like less class privilege, like, like a live action Snow White. Yeah. If you're thinking of Disney cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if Snow White had, like, just was a normal human. Yeah, live action yeah. Snow White. That would be a fucking awkward film. Uh, yes. Uh, tim burton get on it yeah but i mean mean, her name is holly like come on she looks like a holly yeah yeah holly hoggins fourth (laughs) or whatever the fucking that fucking terrible coronavirus what was that the somebody wrote the coronavirus like erotica or whatever but like the main character's name was like terrible do you remember that shit no what yes it was in the group in Wine Cellar Podcast yeah. Group. Yeah. Because Fallon's like, oh, look, somebody wrote this book. And I was like, here, somebody else posted screenshots from it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, um, that's right. I, I posted a link for, I saved a link from Amazon in the show notes. Like, if that shit's like a dollar, folks, we can do this. I think all we need to read is the screenshots and that should be enough, quite frankly, because those were bad enough. Yeah. You know me. I, I do rabbit holes. Oh, no. All right, I don't. We do... never read the trigger warning one either. There's a trigger a trigger warning book. Yeah. Oh Jesus. But it's literally like what are these like um, I don't know like fucking far right weird 
rugged hero fantasies where it's like some dude who's like a marine on leave is like signing up for a college class and like terrorists try to take over the college campus and he's like there's no trigger warnings here oh is that like 2014 it was a while ago yeah and he's like I'm gonna get past the liberals and fight the terrorists because I'm a man in America and and the book is actually called Trigger Warning yes I remember (laughs) that shit Damn, so yeah. after Thomas Frank, maybe Book Club can go in a whole other direction. <laughs> and it could just be an extension of white-on-white white crime. Oh, God. I mean, there's there's a lot of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we can try. And, you know, I think it would be even funnier if we try to take it serious. We can't try. We cannot even begin to try to take that serious. Yes. You know we can't. We're going to sit down and read Trigger Warning, kids. About the perils of the white man. So Holly Garcia has had multiple GoFundMes shut down uh, with multiple fictitious campaigns set by uh, that were set by Garcia after law enforcement uh, officials alerted GoFundMe to them and adding that she was never able to collect any of the $11,000 that she requested. Uh, damn, and this child was four, too, and just put him up for adoption? Wow. Yeah, like, I want to know more. Like, what's the context behind that? Is she hella poor? Like, what, what is know. happening? I don't know. Let's see if they mention anything else in here. Yeah, so I don't think you do that if you don't need money for something. You lied about what you wanted the money for, but there's always a need for money when you're not the rich. Yeah. So in a Facebook post about the case, the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office said the boy's adoptive parents alerted law, alerted law enforcement authorities to in June to a GoFundMe campaign using a picture of their son. It was asking for money to help for the funeral of a boy who had died of cancer. Investigators found that the campaign was started by Holly Garcia, the boy's biological mother, who signed away her parental rights. Hmm. Further investigation determined that Garcia has created multiple fictitious GoFundMe campaigns seeking money for the following. An urn for her dead son's ashes, assistance for her four-year-old son who was going blind in one eye and whose father had died. That didn't happen. Assistance for her unborn child. She's not pregnant. A stroller for her two-month-old son, she doesn't have one. And assistance raising rent money for an apartment because she claims she was four months pregnant and homeless. Oh, she's just wildin'. She is grifting like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, and that's and there's a the, the poopy pants part of that is like fucking fucking it up for everybody it, else. Yeah, niggas yeah. that niggas that really got ill shit cracking. Like I could imagine how it would have helped like hell, like a, a nigga I knew that had leukemia when he was a child took a long time to um get over that i think that's when you uh get cancer of the white blood cells yeah yeah and uh yeah because like the what is it l-u-e-k like that's white l-e-u-k yeah yeah i remember in my medical terminology class you fuckos it was taught to (laughs) us by the governor's wife mrs throssel who got into a lot of bar fights and had a permanently damaged nose from it welcome to tacoma politics okay yeah the governor's wife was a mayor's wife Mayor's wife, yeah. Yeah, Brian Eversall's wife. All right. Uh, the prosecutor said GoFundMe took down Garcia's campaigns after law enforcement officials alerted them to it. GoFundMe has not immediately responded to a request for comment. Hmm. So, yeah, apparently, um, that's going on. Okay. Yeah. That's fucking rough where, where do you now where you, you you get some unique stories mm-hmm. and it's like so where did that come from uh this one came from a black woman's group of men huh oh and and like what was their framing why did they share it oh because they were just like 
basically saying like look at you know black moms get these like long ass prison sentences for like lying about where they live so they can try to put their kids in a good school meanwhile this is what white mothers lie about type thing ah yeah Okay, yeah, because you are still, but like you're always on the verge of getting kicked out of those groups because you can't just can't just not comment when they're when they're talking that shit. It's a little bit difficult about nignogs. Oh, it's a little bit difficult. <laughs> yeah, fierce leader is in black women's groups where they call literal like black men and boys children mm-hmm. nignogs, like language that's straight up from um from stormfront. Storm yeah, and I don't even know if Stormfront is still exist anymore. Not like, really. Like they it got shut down and they try to put it up every now and again, but it always gets shut down due to lack of funding now. Like mm. it's it's really not what it used to be. Yeah, I mean and they have 4chan now anyway. Yeah. Yeah, like what's the 4chan, 8chan, whatever the chan. And mm. other stuff. I wonder if they remember that Colfax website oh, yeah. that kept going up. Uh Colfax, that was something we covered where um they were basically like white on white misogyny kill list essentially mm-hmm. it was um like they'd find um white women that uh that had relationships with black men and had like social media pictures together mm-hmm. and just list them on this site for other white men to see yeah and like you know exactly what they're doing they're saying this is disposable this, mm-hmm. this is disposable and they do mean this because that's their um their intra-racial objectification right yeah you were looking yeah. for some funky stuff. Oh, um, I was just looking to see if there was more information. Apparently, um, in California, Republicans are putting up fake ballot boxes. <laughs> Republicans just don't <laughs> give a fuck. Not at all. They just Not don't at all. give a fuck. Uh, state officials are cracking down on unofficial ballot drop boxes placed by Republicans in L.A., Orange, and Fresno counties. Wait, why Orange, kid? That's a Republican county. I don't know. Well, maybe they're so sick of Trump, they're willing to vote for Biden. I don't know. Wait, so Republicans are making fake ballot boxes. Yeah. So that's probably to get Democrats who are vote because Democrats are voting early, real heavy. Yeah. But then, but then, why do that to Orange County if that you're gonna screw over other Republicans? Maybe they're worried that uh, people are gonna vote Democrat down ticket. Oh, like they're gonna really get that suburban vote? Maybe. Huh. Mm. Okay. So photos surfaced this weekend on social media of makeshift makeshift boxes that were labeled as official. These boxes are not the same as county election drop boxes that are required to meet state security standards, as well as other regulations, including the regular retrieval of ballots delivered to those boxes by voters, said um, Secretary of State Alex Padilla. Hmm. All right. Uh, A spokesman for the California Republican Party argued that under a 2016 state law, anyone can collect ballots via a receptacle like a metal filing cabinet. All right. What? A spokesman for the California Republican Party uh, argued that under a 2016 state law, anyone can collect ballots via a receptacle like a metal filing cabinet. Is that a real law? Do they have a link to that? They do. Let's see. Oh shit! Is it, it? It's a law though, so it's gonna be like in page eighteen, section A B one C. Also on the Los Angeles Times, and I'm out of free articles. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> um, California Attorney General Javier Becerra says that that's wrong and issued this warning to anyone attempting to gather ballots. They are subject to prosecution for engaging in activities that are against the law of the state of California. So, all right. 
Which is weird because we covered a story a little while ago about the mail carrier who was fucking with the ballots of Democrats. He was changing them to Republican on the mail-in. Vaguely, vaguely remember. And now this, like, for all the whining that Republicans do about voter fraud... It seems like they're the ones doing it. They don't give a fuck. That that's why pointing out Republican hypocrisy just got boring. Cause yeah. like the way they look you in your face, like they can see that you know they're lying, and they're like, I'm still gonna say this shit though. The Democrats are getting there, and and it's weird to see. Mm-hmm. Like the Democrats are like fucking. They're like camp counselors that got caught smoking weed in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, yeah, they're, they're fucking awkward. They were smoking weed and listening to Tupac in the bathroom. Oh, were they actually listening to Tupac, though? It was, what, 1986? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So, damn. Yeah, get, get tired of that reference, aren't we? Yes. Um, I found another article that mentions it. Uh, so state Republican spokesperson Hector Barajas said the statewide ballot box operation was fully consistent with the 2016 election law allowing voters to entrust someone else to deliver a ballot. That is fucking grimy. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see. Ballots cast. Da, 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 da. Do, 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 do. Okay. So this is talking about returning. Okay. So this is so... What this, based off a very quick skimming of this law, what I'm seeing is this was meant for, like, if you have a household of people and they all have, like, the write-in ballots and, like, one person from the household goes and drops them off, right? Yeah. And, like, so it's like, but you know who's delivering your shit because you specifically gave them authorization. That's what the bill was about. And he's saying, no, because it allows third parties to do it, we can just put up ballot boxes wherever. And that's really not what the law was intended to do, like, at all. Didn't we cover a police story where they... Hey, we didn't know that we couldn't lie on the report. Hey, hey, we have fucking... Which also was in Orange County. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. So just nobody in Orange County knows, but which is... That's how it tends to go with the richest people. Mm. Mm -hmm. We have no idea how we got here. We don't know. We must have bootstrapped that hard. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, damn, like if you look at it, I pulled my myself up by my bootstraps so hard I pulled the top off and they turned into loafers. <laughs> yeah. And then of course it's not really um a news story yet, but you saw that Netflix got indicted in Texas over the cuties movie. Indict So like are they bringing like Netflix CEOs to court or something? I don't think it's gonna go that far. Yeah, like indict. So did they? They got a grand jury together for this. Yep. People had to miss work. There's yep. already a pandemic. Mm-hmm. People had to miss work. Yep. And they had to open up the court, pay a bailiff. It's already a pig, but now mm-hmm. you're giving them an easy day to just kind of stand there in the courtroom. Yes. Or is that what they do every day? And what lawyers had to come in. Yep. People had to use their law degrees. Education went toward this. The streaming giant was hit with an indictment in Texas over the movie's alleged promotion of sexual exploitation of minors. And yeah. by promotion, like in the film, like someone would pop up on the screen every once in a while and say, hey, this is because we want you to sexually exploit minors. Mm-hmm. Or it was it was in text that floated across the screen. Oh yeah, for sure. It was on a character's thought bubble. Yes. Or do people just inherently sexualize girls' bodies? That part. 
and you're just projecting that onto Netflix because you did it yourself. Because people cannot fucking, like, differentiate between, like, which I don't understand because it's creepy and it's weird, but people act like they can't differentiate between, like, an outfit or dancing that's a girl versus a woman. Like, I'm obviously going to respond differently to, like, a 30-year-old woman in a bikini versus a three-year-old child. Like, if you think those are equally sexual, there's something wrong with you. Like, it's a three-year-old kid. They don't even have a fucking concept at that point of, like, you know, this is sexy or I'm showing skin. Like, they're just trying to fucking have fun in a pool, nigga. Like, it's hard being three. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, see? And, like, I'm different than Phoenix. I would respond the same because people know how I am. Hey, stay away from the sharp rocks! (laughs) That is what you would say. (laughs) Yeah, to both of them. The both of yous. Stay away from the sharp rocks. Well, if it's we don't a have pool, money there's for not going to be sharp rocks. We don't have Medicare for all. Stay away from the sharp rocks, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, it really is that type of shit. But again, you know, I can't help but notice people did not have this response to quote unquote like American, um, you know, versions of the same thing, right? That fucking toddlers and tears shit, that fucking dance mom shit. Fucking, you know what I mean? And it's like, you want to see some creepy, weird sexualization of children? Like, those fucking child beauty pageants, man. I'm, I I haven't. I've actually seen, I think it was a documentary about them, not so much like the reality shows. That shit's like, they'd be spending like hundreds of, th- like hundreds of dollars for a fucking like weave and wigs and shit. They put on fake veneers because the kids still have baby teeth, but they want them to make it look like all like, cause you know, like, Whoa. yeah, like baby teeth be fucking jagged and like doing whatever. Cause I mean, who's going to fix your baby teeth? They're all going to fall out of your face. Right. Okay. But like, they'd be putting like fake veneers. They'd be giving these little girls like spray tans and shit. The families where the girls are older, like the girls, like they're, some of them are like damn near illiterate because they don't do schoolwork. Their parents do their schoolwork for them. So they have pageant time, but like y'all mad about cuties. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, didn't know I that yeah, shit. I fucking lost it when it was like some like six year old girl and they really put like fake teeth and a spray tan and a fucking weave on her and I was like, she is a first grader. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, you saw this in like a documentary? Yeah, that's a while ago, but yeah, I'm sure I can find it again. But yeah, like the fuck they the shit they be doing to those girls and like doing like these routines and shit because like that's the thing to see a little girl dressed up, you know, in like a bikini doing a dance isn't a thing. But now that you intentionally put a weave on her, you put heels on her, you gave her fake teeth. You airbrushed her makeup. You gave her a fake tan. Now it looks fucking weird. Yeah, or even just, like, listen to the way men talk about their daughters. You immediately sexualize them when you're like, and if any boy comes around, I got my my big shotgun here. It's like, she's 13. Why are you thinking about that? Yeah. Why is well, that in your shit, head? Those fucking uh, purity balls. Jesus. Oh, gee, that was Jesus. some of the uh, back to old school wine cellar we covered yeah. that. Yeah, and some folks may not have heard of that. It's um I I think it's evangelical Christians. Yeah. Yeah, it's um and they uh they have like a daddy daughter dance mm-hmm. and the daughter pledges her virginity to her father. Yeah. And he gives her a ring and if I remember right, it's supposed to be replaced with her wedding ring. Yeah. So that now he can give her vagina away to some guy who I guess is a a fine suitor. Yes. Probably a suitor that has a proper income that a suitor should have. Yes. And comes from a good family. Yes. Spins around. And that's why sex work is bad. That's why sex work is bad. Okay. (laughs) Fucking. But yeah, yeah, everything is just fucking grody. 
Yeah. Yeah, and all, and and that's why people don't like cuties because it was a mirror. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, and not a class privileged one, and also a black woman telling her own story. Yeah, we cannot have that. That that is. No. String for Bolton. We'll tell it for you. All right. This is your story. This person that has a half black, half white parent and an Indian parent is now Sister Girl Queen Mala Timbaland's <laughs> Fax B. <laughs> All right. Tangented way off into somewhere else. Yes. It's, it's also, past 2 p.m. Yes, it is. It's 2.03, but I already have on my knee pads, my work pants. My uh, lunchbox is all put together. Grab it out of the fridge. My goggles and my hard hat are in my tool bag. Right? Yes. So I'm not rushing out the door the same way. Got my keys, wallet. Not going to fuck up this time. <laughs> all right? WineCellarMedia.com. Mandatory seven-day work weeks. And, we, yeah, we did mention we were kind of clowning about the Bill Burr shit for a second there. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me just run that back. Because it, it's interesting. Because this is a person that has, like financially supported the wine cellar before Mm -hmm. and that's what made because now it's like so you've actually never listened right (laughs) right because like what we're talking about is not like shit that we don't say on the podcast Mm -hmm. and um i don't know how to pronounce their name uh m-a-i-d-a-o and i made a post about how um I'm just wondering, because, like, Bill Burr, as a white parent, mm-hmm. this year he had his second kid, and he's married to a dark-skinned black woman. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like he's married to a light-skinned black like Like, if yeah. he's married to you, like, the kid would be white-passing and mm-hmm. would just function as white. But he's going to have kids that are classified and treated as black. And he just had a black son, to our understanding now, a cis black son. And, um... And he said that shit about white women saying it's not consensual at this point in the year. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that had something to do with it. And this <laughs> person, I don't know how to pronounce their name again, M-A-I-D-A-O. And they were like, you're now claiming to channel him? I guess since this is posted on break from work, that makes more sloppy comments justifiable. What? <laughs> yeah. But like, who said anything about channeling him? I don't know. Uh, And another comment they left on another post where I posted the link, they put, um, so you are basically saying that since he has a black wife and child, that makes his sexist monologue okay? He has a black friend argument? Question mark? Really? Question mark? Apparently you haven't noticed the legions of white men who are using the whole Karen phenomena as a general sexist bludgeon. I doubt most of the white dudes who loved this monologue are going to make the supposed nuanced distinction you are trying to claim here. Um, which is, what did he say that was sexist exactly? He didn't um, say- he, he used the B word. Oh, okay. You know, and I noticed that, and I thought that part, you could be a little more constructive without that part. Phoenix Leader has yeah. shrugged the shoulder. I, well, I mean, was, was that was it? Because he was, because that's the thing. I don't think they're angry um, about him being, like, a misogynist or whatever. I think that they're scared that he said this. Because, like, white women's white womanness has always been, like, an absolute shield for them. And now, like, they're getting called up by a white dude. That's not how this power balance works and, and white, that's men are su- <laughs> white men are supposed to defend them 
<laughs> That's why I say white women and their allies, because this person is not white. Yeah. I don't know their ethnicity, but they ain't white. Yeah. I'm looking at their profile picture and um, like the spelling of their name. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do, but you know, I guess she's a, a you know, a racial bootlicker. Yeah, I mean that really is a thing though. And but then also like saying this Karen phenomenon, you know who also complains about this Karen phenomenon? Hmm. Julie Bindle. A swerf? A swerf and a turf. Uh they're always, aren't they? Oh, damn near. <laughs> Because uh, back in April, Julie Bindle said, does anyone else think this Karen slur is woman-hating and based on class prejudice? Ooh. The poors are talking bad about us. Right. The poor niggers. And what is this exact response to Bill Burr's shit? Eh. Because he's saying things that a lot of black folks have been saying, and I know his wife was definitely an influence in it, and it's like, instead of addressing that, like, y'all are mad and angry and scared because you know your white womanness is not protecting you here yeah and, and what and you left a comment you were saying white men being misogynistic doesn't negate black women's criticism of that white of how white women uphold racism yeah and it doesn't. she and you responded to her she didn't she didn't click on yours nothing it's been 17 hours yeah she had a lot to say <laughs> uh, Mohan or the dancer said I didn't hear sexist as much as I heard anti-white women feminist those are not the same thing yep. and she didn't respond to that she had a lot to say that was also 17 hours ago mm-hmm. and they're still on my they still follow me on the face booze oh yeah Hey, whatever. I mean, I guess I'll uh, I'll make another post. Maybe maybe they'll respond. <laughs> it's it is enter and esting. All right, two o eight p.m. But again, I'm not rushing out the door. Also, with mandatory seven day works week it, it work weeks, it makes you give less of a fuck. Yeah. Like I don't care. Like I used to be like, man, I gotta be like thirty to forty five minutes early for work. Now I just I'm just like fuck off. I'm not getting a day <laughs> off. Fifteen minutes early is fine. Yes. Yeah, fucking shit. Even though some of those days, folks, I got to tell you, right now, like, there will be a super hard-working day where, you know, I'm really busting ass, moving a lot. But then there'll be days like yesterday where I would, I could definitely confidently say that over four and a half hours of that day were standing, leaning up against a machine, waiting for another machine to work right. <laughs> And because I'm an operator of only one machine, once I have my machine ready, I got to wait for um, a conveyor system and cooling system ahead of that to work right, a roller and cutting system ahead of that to work right, a mixing system ahead of that to work right, a um, an incline conveying system to work right, and a five dumper mixing system to work right. And if those aren't, then I'm just standing there. And it's like, what I hate about it, though, is that it's still taking my time. Yeah. And, like, that kind of shit where it's like, well, that four and a half hours standing there, you know, can't have my smartphone out. So it's not like I can be typing up a piece to put on Wine Cellar Media or something. Mm-hmm. No, I, I just have to be there losing time from the only life I'm going to live. So even though it's less, you know, strain on my back and feet and whatnot... It's mm-hmm. still taking away time that could be going to the rest of life. But capitalism doesn't give a shit about your time. Capitalism inherently default 
on purpose, really, mm -hmm. mismanages your time. Yes, absolutely. All right. So don't be like M-A-I-D-A-O. <laughs> I don't want to mispronounce their name. I don't want to inadvertently be on no racist shit. Yeah. I think when folks do that, that's... Like, I'll just say it how I want. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, I'll do that if it's like a Scandinavian name. They're white, you know, <laughs> but not a person of color. Even though they they seem to be a white woman bootlicker, you know, uh, hey, still a person of color. I'm not going to trip on you like that. We got no beef, but I am going to laugh at you. You're acting like a clown right now, nigga. Oh, yeah, I should do the pitch. Uh, Patreon.com slash Wine Cellar Media Fund. PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. There's the Venmo at Wine Cellar Media. Cash application. Phoenix Collider has um, uh, dollar sign Phoenix Collider. And, um, oh, wait, I think that's um, that most recent on, on PayPal. Oh, yes. Uh, who, who are we shouting out? Because I know Nat. they don't, I don't want to say their, other, their name on here. Nat. Yeah, because they have, like, a different nickname. Yeah. Just Nat. Nat. Yeah, thank you, Nat, holding it all the way down. I think that's going to go straight to gas money right there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and uh, put something in the Nissan Versa. <laughs> you know, we're riding big in the 2015. All right, you know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. an economy-sized car. We bump shoulders a lot. We do. <laughs> all right. Uh, please, motherfuckers, be as safe as possible wherever you are. Yes.